everyone, welcome back again for another episode of What You Know What It Is, the Iconist Podcast. And today we're doing something a little bit different. We're not fan casting anything. We are just going to do an appreciation post of a show that is close and dear to our heart, just like this one should be close to dear, near and dear to yours. Before we jump in, we're going to make it real quick with a round table. One, you know, mm-hmm. one host here. I'm Barry 3D. Mm-hmm. Links down mm-hmm. below. Right? On my side, the man, the myth, the legend, the one who almost made me throw my back because he was playing Saturday Love on a Wednesday night on Twitch. Don't miss him. Who am I talking about? The one and only? DJ Rod C. Yes, people. Welcome. Welcome. in. We in. We in. We in. What's up? Woo! Yes. Yes. So, also, a couple of quick things. One, support your books. Support your books. Support your books. So, Mm. if you're out in Kitchener, check out WoW Comics with Wes. And if you're out in Montreal, go to the South Shore. Check out Check Swings with Trevor. Tell them both we said hi. Yo, let's right do on. it. <laughs> Yo, man, let me tell you what's going on, man. And then, and then, last but not least, the one that makes us look so pretty. If you need any work done, no matter what it is, from logos to templates, from wrestling events to, you know, you're, you're, you got a business and you need a sign done outside. Who did he call, Rod? J Bird Digital Arts. Arts, 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 arts. J Bird Digital Arts. You tell him that you heard about this on the Iconist podcast, and he will give you a discount mm-hmm. on the work. Mm. Woo! Plus, uh, this week coming, you know, December 8th, mm-hmm. the place they got to be for, you know, uh, all I want for Christmas is comedy with my troop that I'm a part of. Not even my the troop I'm a part of. So that's me, mm. Barry 3D, Zelfa Lee, Dave Sokolowski. We are a touch of gray matter. We're going to bring some jokes with some special guests. That's it. That's December 8th. And where are we going, Rod? St- what is it? Stone? 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 Walls. Walls. Ladies Stone and gentlemen. walls. Let's Over go. here in Hamilton, right? Now, what it is, it's $15 at the door or $10 with a non-perishable item. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's right. We're not only comedy. We're comedy and we're giving back. So come out. We're going to have some special guests. We're going to have a good time. Please, hope to see you all there. Uh, at Stonewalls, you know, boom, here's the poster. Hmm? And we're good. Go right there. <laughs> and we are excited because, you know, I, I always make jokes on stage about me being a redneck. So if you haven't seen me do my uh, my act on stage, shame on you. And for those who've seen it, seen it and heard the joke, thank you for being there and hope to see <laughs> and spread that love even more so soon enough. And and one of the things I make about me being a redneck is and there's a show that's near and dear to my heart. And once again, when I talk to my cousin, mm. that'd be me. That's him. He's a fan of this show too. And you know what? Yeah. It goes right. Not only are we blood strong bloodlines, strong bloodlines, mm. and that show is the one and only King of the Hill. King of the Hill. King of the Hill. Wow. Of the Hill. Wow. It's it's it, it's it's a very it's a very good show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into it. We're going to hear some more about you know, the history of it, the characters, and everything along that, along that line. But when you start to catch yourself following the, the, the antics and the storyline and Ooh. just everything about King of the Hill, you realize, like, Listen, this, this, show, this show is good. You know what? A lot of people might look at it and think, oh, that looks cartoonish, and, and, and I, don't know if I, can, I don't know if I can get into it. Get past that. Get past the scene, the drawing, the cartoon in your face. Once you start following it on a day-to-day basis, issue, mm. episode by episode, mm. you'll start to get the understanding of the layers. Yes. The layers. Yes. The layers. Yes. Of, 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 of emotional just pulling you in from all these characters. Listen. It's 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 um uh, kudos. We'll get into who's who created this, but we'll just give him the golf clap right now. I'm giving the golf clap right now to tell you that. Tell when you, you what? Start, when you when you get into it, you start you'll be understanding like, yeah, this this is one of those kind of cartoon soap operas back in the days when you realize saying, I gotta wait a week. Oh, man. I gotta wait a week. Oh, what? Thank God for syndicated right now. You can you can just go and just like. You can just go and just stream this thing like a beast. Oh, okay. all, all that to say, King of the Hill, you, you got to put it on your radar. We're helping him putting it within your radar. If you've never seen or, or heard of the show beforehand, I'm not shame on them. They just didn't know. You don't know what you don't know. 
That's that what is, we're going to do. We're going to bring it to you to give you an understanding of why King of the Hill should be on your radar. You should look into it and oh. give it, give it a chance, give it a couple episodes, and you'll start to see the nuances. You got to, you got to give it a couple. Reason why I know I'm chatting a lot, but I'm going to say you got to give it a couple because not every single episode have all the characters, but then you got to see each character's in their platform and how they go. You will be drawn into King of the Hill. That's all I'm going to say. Let's, all right, let's, let's, let's do it. I'm, I'm going I'm to chat. No, man, I hear you, man. You're excited. Just, like I'll, like I'll, it. I'll, I'll, keep I'll, keep I'll, on going, I'll, man. This is you. Uh, no one is okay, but this is you. This is us. This is us. This is what we do. All right, Welcome so let's get into the brass, the, you know, the, the brass tacks of it, so to speak. So King <laughs> of the Hill made his debut back in January, January 12th. 1997 and this show was created by one of, one of the creators was mike judge so mike judge is also behind beavis and butthead he's behind other cartoons and if you got a keen eye you would have seen the hills hank and peggy hill show up in the beavis and butthead cartoon they mm. even show up in the beavis and butthead movie where they made them older they were retired you know and and beavis and butthead are, are doing their thing and at the end of the movie they go there and they start masturbating in this guy's camper in his driveway and that was Hank Hill. <sighs> Beep. So now he goes back and says, okay, well, Fox liked what he was doing. Said, hey, we want you to pitch a show. He's like, I got an idea. It takes place in Arlen, Texas. Here's a scenario, you know, and this is the family that I want to do, the Hill family. So it's Hank, mm. it's Peggy, and it's Bobby. That boy ain't right. Mm. And it's his <laughs> high school friends and neighbors that live there in Arlen, Texas. And just right. their daily lives. And now what really I like about the show is, so, I mean, and not to give away, so it's, it's Mike Judge and Greg Daniels. Greg Daniels mm -hmm. came on and he helped kind of writing it because Greg Daniels came from The Simpsons and understanding about doing like syndicated shows more and story writing. And the two of them got together, collabed, and they did this thing. And Mike Judge does the voice of Hank Hill. Hank Hill. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. Okay. So we've got that. So it's just your blue-collar an average American family, right? Mm -hmm. Hank Hill was a high school football star, okay? Peggy Hill is very over the top. She's got, like, overconfidence, you know, and, and sees herself... Uh, <laughs> and, and, Peggy Hill's got an ego, but she's a substitute Spanish uh, teacher. Mm -hmm. But her, her Spanish ain't all that. But in her head, it is. For Arlen, Texas, it works. And what? they have their son, Bobby. Now, the only reason they have one son is they probably wanted to have more kids. But, of course, Hank has a narrow urethra. <laughs> That Peggy is very quick to tell everybody, but Hank's like, oh. So let's get a, a, a look at their a character. All the other characters in the show, when you see the opening of the show and the music starts going, dun, 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 and you see them all there in the alleyway having a beer after work, you see the four main characters. So you got Hank Hill yes. with his neighbor Dale. Okay. Mm -hmm. You got uh, um, Bill Dotry, mm -hmm. and you got Boomhauer. Right. Can't understand Boomhauer. If you're not sure what Boomhauer sounds like, you watch the movie, um, was it, uh, Lock, Stock, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels? The one where Brad Pitt was playing a gypsy and he was just like, and he was always talking like marbles in his mouth. That, that, that's Boomhauer. But Boomhauer's the ladies' man. So let's get it out. We'll break it down. So Hank Hill. Out of this whole show, Hank Hill's the straight guy. He's the one with the common sense. He's the one with the family values. He's the one that tries to keep all the craziness that his friends get into in line without Hank. They go ballistic Come over on. the top. But the times they make Hank kind of pass the line and get into that line of craziness, he's the voice of reason. If you can convince the voice of reason to get a little bit crazy, you've just lost them. So you. Hank Hill is the voice of reason to his wife, son, right? Then you have Dale, who's a conspiracy theorist. Mm -hmm. But he also has like Dale Gribble's dead bugs. He's an exterminator. Exterminator, yep. Yeah. His wife, Nancy, is the weather lady for Arlen, Texas. Mm -hmm. Right? Who suffers with migraines. And they get treated by um, Native American John Redcorn. <sighs> well, so when I say treat, We'll come Let's just say we'll come back to the treaty. Right? If you see Nancy <laughs> and Dale's son, air quotes, you realize the son looks a lot more like John Redcorn than he does Dale. That was a storyline. <laughs> one layer. Layer one. 
one of layers. One of layers. One of two layers. There you go. Hit me, hit me, man. I'm going to go build Dole Tree. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we can go to Bill, Bill, Bill Dole Tree. Bill Dole Tree, he is... He from from the high school. So again, like Barry's saying, these guys mainly are a bunch of high school friends. Yes. Coming out from high school, they basically stuck it out together in that same regard. They're, they're good best friends. And from high school, you can see again, um, Hank was the the star was the was the star player, star football player. They yep. all played football, if I remember correctly. They all did except they for all Dale. Did. He was except the tall boy. Yeah, he was. <laughs> It was a tall boy, exactly it. But the, all the others, they played football together, and they just basically, you know, were friends. Whatever happened to it, lived in the same neighborhood. As years progressed, they like lived literally down like a street, not on the same street, a house across, just two houses away, type of scenario. So they're within a close proximity. So as Barry's saying, there's Hank, there's Dale Gribble, then there's there is uh, Bill Dotry. Bill Dotry. Bill Dotry is. At this current time, he is, uh, he works for the army. He is a barber in, 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 in the armed forces and as, as an army on the, on the nearby, uh, army base. Yes. And he is in the days of old, in the days of high school, he yes. was, he was like, he was right there with Hank. He was like the top, the second tier type of man, confidence, defense, man. He- he was he the was, dozer. He was the dozer. For the, but for I, in, bulldozer, in, Bill Dozer. Dozer. Bill Dozer. Yeah. Dozer. But but in the sense that he, he had confidence, he was he was like he was like if Hank was the Hank the the, the, the the man of reasoning, Bill at that time yes. was considered like say his second in command type of scenario. He had Absolutely. that type of mindset of being like saying the two were like the, the, the main reasoning type of gentleman. Then uh, Bill went to war. He he got himself enlisted, and he went he went away. Came back, and he just was a different type of man. Uh, yeah. and, and and basically okay. now he turns into a man. Unfortunately, emotionally broken. He's a man who is just like very uh, insecure about himself and anything that he does. He's basically always looking for validation, yep. looking for someone to give him that confidence to say. Bill, you're doing okay. Am I doing? You're doing okay, Bill. Okay, cool. He's looking for that affirmation from anyone, especially from his friends. If they say, Bill, we're going to do this, without question, especially Hank. If yes. Hank says, we're doing this, Bill will drop everything, give the shirt off his back for Hank Hill. Yeah, but no one that- wants a shirt off that back because it's nasty. You know? And now, the thing that broke Bill is mm. Bill went to the army. Bill was good. He came back. He was still good. Bill got married, and mm-hmm. then his wife Lenore cheated on him left, right, and center, and then divorced him, crushed him, broke his heart. And now mm. Bill lives alone in his apartment, and you know he only gets dressed up when he goes to the army. The rest of the time, Bill's depressed. He's yeah. like he's manic depressive. He and as you put it, he just looks for the slightest attention, and when he gets it, he takes it too far. It's almost like, you know, uh, was it Elmira? It's like, my, you know, I will love, and George with Bugs Bunny, I will love him and pet him and call him George. And, and Bill will just smother the hell out of anybody. Out, 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 out the door, out the door. He, he loves basically, unfortunately, he gets himself attracted to women who are very dominant to him. And he, again, just like to have that type of validation from any means necessary. Yep. So that is, that is Bill, <laughs> Bill Fontaine. This is uh, this this uh this, yes, this, Bill this, Fontaine. This, no tree, no tree. Oh my goodness. Ooh. Okay, so let's see now. Who well, hold else on now. We... Here's a, here's a tidbit. Do you know Bill's background? <laughs> see, uh, 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 let's see now. He's supposed to be have Creole. That's right. And that's exactly what it is. So Bill even forgot that he speaks French because he has family from New Orleans. So when he went to visit him, he commenced to parler vous français. He was talking French. I was like, yo, okay, so that, that's it. So that, now, after this, the, the Fantastic Four, we like to say here, <laughs> that brings us to uh, Boomhauer. Boomhauer, yeah. You, you, you break down Boom. You break that, break Boom. him down. Boomhauer. Boomhauer is the man. 
So Boomhauer is the single man. He goes around. He's always trying to pick up ladies. And everyone thinks he's a hit with the ladies, but he's just got one thing. He's like, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? He's got the sports car. He lives alone. He's got the, the bachelor pad, right? So it's got the, you know, the Jaguar on there. He keeps himself in shape. But the mm-hmm. thing is, for a lot of seasons, so this show ran for 13 seasons. And the bulk of these seasons, you always see, and this is what gets me, you always see Boomhauer is with them. So you never really understand Boomhauer. Every, you, you might catch every third, fourth word Boomhauer says, and you're like, okay, because maybe Boomhauer talked like this, man, you know, this dang old thing that's just going down, you know, you know what I'm saying there, Hank? Hey, Mumbling hey, man, that's, that's, that's what's wrong, Hank. We just can't be doing that, Hank. Right, and, and, and that's how he talks. Mm-hmm. Which is reminiscent of something, like, you know, it just comes off redneck. And with with the beauty of it, as, as I said, he's the ladies' man. You always see him with a different woman. He never gets into a serious relationship. And they address mm-hmm. that in the show. Um, they brought in his brother at one point. His brother was supposed to get married. And his brother was played, voiced by Brad Pitt. Right. Right? They get, like, some kick-ass, excuse me, stars on this. So... Being the ladies' man, never, you know, he's got the sports car, he's living the life, you know, he's athletic, he's in good shape, uh, he used to be a surfer back in the day, and he mm-hmm. gets into all the crazy antics, and you think that he would have the voice of reason, and everyone always wonders, like, okay, we know Hank sells propane and propane accessories, mm-hmm. Bill, as, as Rod says, cuts hair in, in the man's army, he, he's a soldier, mm-hmm. right, Dale Gribble, well, he's a sterminator, but he's really more a conspiracy theorist, and that's really where his passion is all the time. So what does Boomhauer do to live alone and afford a house in Arlen, Texas? You know? No you one know. knows until the very end. Right? Right? Exactly. So you know what he does, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and, and you can let the masses know what, what's his job. This man is a Texas Ranger. Yes. They never said how he hurt his his back on the job, but you only find out because at one point there's a barbecue happening over at the Hills house where Bobby and finally, you know, and we'll get to Bobby in a second, and Hank are really connecting over barbecuing. And, you know, uh Dale uh, sorry, uh, Boomhauer comes in, he's like, Hey man, barbecue, and he takes off his clothes and puts on jeans and his pants and his shirt, and he throws down his wallet, and the wallet flips open. And it shows a Texas Ranger badge with his name and ID on there. Mm-hmm. Woo. So all the crazy stuff that they do, they know their boy's a Texas Ranger. Right. He knows he's a Texas Ranger. And he carry on just as crazy as the rest of them. It's, 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 it's crazy to understand when you start to realize at the very end that the layers of understanding that Boomhauer is a man of the law yes. and the amount of antics and the stuff that you watch the show going through that these guys are getting themselves into. He should be even more than Hank should right. be the, the, the voice of reason, be, of, of reason, the mumbling speed voice of reasoning. Uh, sometimes he does. I mean, I know there are times you can hear him like, come There's on, moments. come on, there's moments. You come on, Hank. You don't want to, you Right, but so he, he's trying to be the voice of reasoning to a certain degree. But the loyalty of friendship that these four have is very good. And what I like about it is that you can see that everybody, I, I'm sure everybody who's watching this, reading this, watching this right now, listening mm-hmm. to this right now, if you get a chance and you watch the show and you start to see the dynamic between the four of them, you know that. Even in your own set of friends, you have right. at least one to two. To, you may have a few of these gentlemen characteristics in there, and you realize, like, yeah, despite the antics that we go through, these these guys are my friends through and through. These are my friends thick right. and in. So you can understand that they were able to make that type of connection towards the audience, that there's layers of different type of friendships, the different type of Marley in here and you know that okay we, we could do we could do something with these characters and put them together so having them all together we will get into we'll probably try to get into a couple of episodes or anything along the line yeah. but at least that as a base those are those ones so i guess right now we, we did mention the uh, the main the main gentleman hank mm-hmm. and we mentioned his wife and mm-hmm. we did mention the son but we didn't get into it i think no. we should just get into the house the hank hill house 
And the Hill Residence. For sure. The in the Hill Residence. You, you got Bobby Hill. So Bobby Hill's his pride and joy. And when he had Bobby, first of all, he was happy. And, and Hank's not biased of if he had a boy or a girl. But he, mm-hmm. for him, he's happy he has a boy. Because to him, he looked at uh, Bobby and he goes, I'm going to teach Bobby everything that he should know to be a man, not like mm-hmm. my dad did. And he doesn't even call his dad dad. He calls his dad Cotton. And that's a different story. Ooh, we'll right? get into that. Right? And Bobby and all the joke is running joke is Bobby ain't right. So Bobby's a little, you know, he's short. He's a little bit pudgy and Bobby's mm-hmm. not into sports where Hank was into sports. Right. Hank is a man's man that like you got. And, and I'll explain why, why, why that Hank likes his Zen is his lawn, keeping mm. his lawn pristine and, and, and lush and green his house, you know, pristine. He likes to do all the work around his house. He doesn't call no handyman. Hank no, is the handyman. No, Hank has a tool for everything to fix in his house or around, right? He's the one that would go. If you see him, he fixes that. his house. He does his lawn. He does his car. So mm-hmm. he bought Bobby a little tool set thinking Bobby will be into tools and Bobby being into football. Bobby ain't into that. Uh, Hank's job is propane and propane accessories. He doesn't even let no charcoal touch his house because that's sacrilegious. He's, he, he just got into that. And that's what he cooks with. So with Bobby... Mm-hmm. Bobby wants to be a prop comedian. Mm-hmm. B- Hank's Bobby, not prepared for that. <laughs> correct. Bobby, we, we'll get into Bobby. Bobby is the, he's not the, cla- he, he likes comedy. He likes to make people laugh. Yes. He likes to make people feel good. Yes. So this is where the difference, the distinctive of how Hank wants to make people feel good by setting them straight and showing them value, showing the ethics right, of doing Right, right, right. This is Hank. Hank will show you. I will make you feel good by understanding. These are the values of a man. This is what a true Texan is, and this is what a man who you know, you know, propane is the is the light way yes. of life. You yes. can't have nothing but propane, and 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 showing that type of thing. Bobby unfortunately does not gravitate to that. Yet, who knows later on if they were to come back and do like a, a twenty year anniversary, and we do it twenty years from now. I hope that they put Bobby into propane of some sort. But we'll get into that story. Yes. But for right now, as a young gentleman, uh, Bobby is Bobby is about ten. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's about ten, right? So he's, yeah, he's, he's in the age ten, ten. Let me see. Oh, when he starts off, he's like 12. ten, and, and he gets yeah, like 12. twelve or or thirteen kind yeah. of thing. But yeah, in series. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So he he's he's in that he's in that twelve. It's it's, it's written here twelve. So he's okay. He's in twelve. He's in twelve. He's around twelve years old. But his mindset isn't all that. And in, in, in looking the same thing, like the same type of characteristics, the same type of love that his father has. So this turns or just, you know, it just makes Hank sometimes like the boy ain't right. Thank you, the, bo- the boy ain't right. The boy ain't, the boy ain't right. Because right. he doesn't he understand. Like, like, how you don't like football. How you don't like sports. How you don't like football. I right? love sports. I was all, I was all star. How he don't like sports. Thank you, the man. The boy ain't right. The boy ain't right. And, boy ain't and, right. and, and, it's, and it just, it's just interesting when you start to see that the Hank is literally trying to be a better father, as Barry said, versus how his father treated him. Uh, Cotton treated treated Bobby. Whoa, whoa, that's 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 a one eighty. We, we'll we'll get the Cotton. We'll get the Cotton just now. We get the Cotton Hill just now. We're gonna get the Cotton. <laughs> He'll fit <laughs> in. Mm, listen, oh my gosh, uh, hi, Hank. hi Hank's wife. Oh. We'll get the cotton. We'll get the cotton just like, The characters are so good. And this is what I like, and I'll make this real quick here. When it mm. comes to King of the Hill, King of the Hill to me, out of all the primetime cartoons that deal with families, right, mm-hmm. is the only one where the main character is the straight man, right? Mm. If you look at Peter Griffin, you look at Homer Simpson, they're the over-the-top. They're the character. They're the over-the-top person and everyone else is trying to bring them down this is the complete opposite where hank hill is the straight man he's not the one making the jokes he's just put in situations because of his family his friends and he's trying to help them out and at times yes hank has his moments where you know hank loses control uh but he generally speaking He's he's the rock. So don't expect Hank to turn around and say, hey, guess what? I just blew all our money and went to Vegas. No, that's not a Hank Hill thing. Oh. That's a Peter Ooh. Griffin. That's a uh, Homer, Simpson. Homer Simpson. Not <laughs> Hank Hill. Mm-mm. Hank Hill is the straight, narrow guy. Like If you had to watch 
figure who Hank Hill was. Look, look at that movie Falling Down with Kirk, uh, Kirk Russell. <laughs> right? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, not when he snaps. I'm talking just like he's dressed very okay. straight. He's in a white shirt. He's got the perfect yeah. crew cut. He walks in. It's like, well, you know, and, and, and up to that moment where he snaps, that, that's Hank Hill. Not saying he's going to snap. It's just that he's very straight and narrow. Hank follows the rules. Hank has his own code, Ooh. you know, oh, and code of honor, code, code of, of honor. honor. And one time Bobby turned around and was like, dad, don't you enjoy life? And he goes, I do. He goes, how come you never celebrate dad? And he goes, well, you know what, Bobby? Maybe I should. Uh, and the one time he goes, I celebrated Bobby and I was kind of showboating a little bit. I snapped my ankle during the game. <laughs> so this is what, you know, so Hank thinks that God punished him mm-hmm. for showboating. And this is why Hank, even though he's happy, keeps it all internal. Mm-hmm. But it's not that they say he's a bad person at all. He's far from that. Oh, because yeah. he's always trying to think of ways to help his friends, help his family. So, and, and the amount of characters that are in this series, man. Oh, man. Yeah. So, you, so now you're saying Cotton. Cotton. Jeez. Well, okay, we we gonna we gonna get to Cotton. So Cotton basically, Cotton Hill is Hank's father. Mm-hmm. Cotton Hill is uh is a is a veteran. Yes, and served his country, valiantly saved served, served his country, and he is the the epitome of I'm the type of individual that will. Cotton Hill has no problem trying to take down. an individual he has a problem he will stand up and and talk to someone with the gusto of of i i will take you down no matter what type of and 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 it's great he he's great um but 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 cotton hill is a little over the top he he will he will indirectly sacrifice everyone for him to get ahead in that regard and there are a few times where Cotton has realized, okay, maybe I've crossed the line, uh, and, and and at least tried to be as human as possible at that at that particular moment. At that moment, yes. At that moment, but the majority of time, Cotton Hill is is looking out for him. He has wonderful stories about when he was in the war, and and how he is, and then sometimes you you start to realize, okay, maybe a little uh, fabricated, it may mm-hmm. be a little bit over the top, uh, but that's Cotton Hill. That's yes, Cotton Hill. Yeah, uh, the main thing you got mentioned is Cotton Hill had his shins blown off. I was about to say, yep, during the right? war, and and he yep. had to have his feet reattached to the bottom of his knees, so it makes him very short. But Cotton Hill is he's a he's an angry, angry, bitter old man. Mm-hmm. But out of all of that, like I mean, he doesn't even call Peggy Peggy. He just refers to her oh. as Hank's wife. He walks in the house like, "Hey Hank, hey Hank's wife," to show you how angry this man is. Cotton turned around and got remarried to some young woman, Dee Dee. Mm-hmm. Had another baby, right? And he goes, hey, Hank, look at this baby. And, and Hank's like, oh, this is your brother. He's like, all right, what's his name? His name is uh, G.H. G.H.? What's G.H. stand for? Good Hank. <laughs> He's like, boy, you up there crying all the time. This is Good Hank. He's like, dad, I don't cry. He's like, whatever. The only person that, that Cotton Hill likes now I can even say like. Let me take that back. The only person Cotton Hill really it. truly loves, mm-hmm. Bobby. Mm-hmm. Right? They have a unique relationship to the point where they, if, when Bobby's being Bobby and 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 dancing and trying to do comedy, his grandfather loves it and encourages it, and he's there for him. Right? And he and he he'll put his dad down, but he loves Bobby, and to the point where they have nicknames for each other. Right? So it's mm-hmm. it's Ding Ding and Bing Bing. <laughs> Hey, ding, ding. Hey, bing, bing. What's going on? And that, that's, that's how close they are. That's the one person mm-hmm. that you can't, if you do anything to Bobby. Oh, that's it. Cotton's there. All hands on deck. All hands on deck. Right? So I know we were talking a lot about the characters. But let's, and, and, and if you want to watch the shows, clearly you're on every day if you watch, depending on the channel you have, right? So if you have mm-hmm. Adult Swim, you can watch them all the time during like noon. Um, and then you can watch them again that throughout, same throughout night yep. to my wife's chagrin. And then, of course, uh, the beauty of it is if you have Disney Plus, mm. all the episodes are there commercial free on Disney Plus. Thank you, Mickey Mouse. M I C K E Y M O U S E. Mickey Mouse. Thank you, Mickey. Disney Plus. The mouse has got it. He owns everybody. And if he wants to buy this show, uh, bring us along with it. So there you go. Thank you. Uh, so this is what we're talking about. So 
you can find all those episodes there. And the antics they get into, this is, this is why we talk about it with such passion because it's got a different twist to it. It's been around. And, and rumor wise, it's supposed to come back. They're talking about they're going to do new episodes. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That they're actually, they talked about it, not even talked about, not even rumor wise. They actually said they're working on new episodes to pick up. So I don't know if they're going to pick up from where the last episode kind of left off ish mm-hmm. roughly or they're going to do a time jump. I don't know. And I know there's more characters, so we'll get it. All right. So, look, Rod, what's some of your favorite? What's one of your favorite episodes? Um, oh, my gosh. They are. So many. They are. are it's hard to say because every time you watch a show, there's a different way of uh, where this is going. There's one time that. Uh, let's see now. Oh, so as as a note, Peggy, she's a substitute teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Spanish substitute. She's also a realtor, a real estate agent. Yes. I will give this. Peggy is really always trying to do whatever she can to, um, you know, be helpful and and make money and do something, whatever the case be. So she works for a real estate agent. And there's an episode basically where she was trying a way to get a sale. Her office basically told her, you know what? Um, someone got to get a sale or uh, there was probably like five people in, in the office and one's right. going to get let go. So she's working, hustling, trying to think of an idea. She came up with the idea of when she does like a staging opportunity, but they, she was able to get this. The next, the next call comes in, whoever gets it, you know, you got to sell that one or you're out of here. You got two weeks to get it sold. She got, she got the call. She gets the particular house. The house is when she goes to check out the house, it's a very, not run down, mm-hmm. but the, the the current owners and everything like that are very just very uh hillbilly in a sense of just just very relaxed, just like I'm not moving, um doing anything just to get so right. she's trying to work figure ways to get get the house sold. So we'll just jump ahead. She basically uh come up with the idea of doing like a stage play. Have actors come in and basically go through some scripts and basically while people are there to view the house, she's going to have a little play going on to show the love of the house and why you want to buy this house and so forth. Here's a wonderful scenario with Peggy. Peggy's always excited. She always wants to be loved. She wants the attention. She always wants to be, I did it. I accomplished something. She did a dry run at her house. Her boss invited someone else to just come and just see it. And everybody who was there, it was friends and family, whatever the case may be, just seeing the dry run. And at the end of it, the boss came by and said, listen, it was wonderful. You did good, Peggy. Thank you. No, no, no. You did so good. I got, I brought a, I brought a client and he wants to buy. Oh, that's great. Wait, we never did it at the new house yet. So what are you talking about? Yeah, no, no. He wants to buy this house. Yes. Peggy's like, house is not for sale. Not for sale. The boss is saying he's willing to go 25K over the asking price. Sold. So she <laughs> basically sold her house without confiding with her husband. The next day, now she happens to, and you know, um, she just happened to say, "Oh yeah, Hank, just uh, just to let you know, everything was good last night. Yeah, it was good. You know, you did your actors and whatever the case would be. Now, that was another annoyance with Hank. We'll get into that, but you know, mm-hmm. we can get into that. But the scenario was is when she mentioned to him, um, yeah, we sold the house. What do you mean we sold the house? Yeah, we sold the house. We got 25. I got 25K more. Listen, we could go and go someplace. I'm not going anywhere. Hank was like, and this is where the stern Hank just came in. He's like, he's not yelling, but he's being very assertive. I'm not selling my house. You'll have to figure out however you're going to get this house back or get them to cancel this. I'm not selling the house. But, 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 I'm not. Peggy, you got to figure it out. I'm not moving. I'm not selling the house. So Peggy and I will have to go through all that type of scenario. Footnote, earlier in the episode, Hank was there with the boys. They were at Home Depot. Let's just call it Home Depot. <laughs> and they happened to have passed by, and they saw from afar, um, this is one of the top house inspectors in Arlen, Texas. Everyone right. gives reverence, reverence to him. Like They know that this man is very prestige and good at his craft. And to the point that if you fail... One of his, um, one of his, uh, overviews. Yes. House, you know, how his, his, just his house checkup kind of scenario. 
you are like basically branded for life. People are like, oh my gosh, you've been, oh, you, you've been, you've been, no, no, you got a bad, you got a bad report from him. Leave disgraced. the city. You've been disgraced. Leave the city now. Never show your face again. No one, none of the four boys ever want to get touched by him in that regard to say like, oh, we've been disgraced by him. So we're going to jump ahead now. Peggy came back to him and said, Hank, the only way we can get out of this is we go through a home inspection from your top guy and we fail it. Going to what Barry said earlier, Hank Hill is, is, is a prestige man. He does, he loves his graph. He loves his house. He is a master craftsman. And all his friends, I and mean, he told his friends, the only way we can get out of this deal, I got to have a bad house. But Hank, you don't have a bad house. I know. No, Hank, do you understand? You, <laughs> we know, we know you are the master craftsman that we go to. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, it hurt this poor man hard that he yes. had to dismantle and damage his house. And the hilarious thing is, was, was, was so beautiful. Hank said, like, I've had, I've, I've worked on houses. I've, I've have everything proper aligned, angled from, from the beginning of time. I don't know what a bad house looked like. I don't even know where to look and figure it out. I don't know anybody has a bad house to even get a reference off of. Once again, we go back to the individual by the name of Bill. Bill will do anything <laughs> for his friend. Hank, I think I help, I can help you. Come over to my house. I got stains over there. Uh, this, <laughs> this door is tilted because of uh, weight over here. This is what that, that, that the carpet stain that, 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 and Bill's, I mean, and Bill, and Hank was like, Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. So now he has to slightly damage his house to the point where he will not pass inspections at all. That's the only way he can get out of that deal. And it hurts. You can see it in Hank Hill's face when he was, he had to make his house look damaged, change, on unfasten a couple of screws for the water hose outside. Uh, the faucets, a couple of faucets inside the house gotta be like loose and tight. The, the toilet seat has to be shaken. He has, he has to put spray on, he, he had to make his house look like it's falling apart. Mm. The day the man came to his house, Hank was like heartbroken. Yes. Heartbroken. Yes. And the man went through his inspection and he told, he said, he told the guy who was buying the house, if I was a betting man, which I ain't, but if I was a betting man, I wouldn't bet on this house. What? Listen, the amount of damages in the house, this house is, is, is not fit for human, for living. Uh, I wouldn't buy the house. Mine's like, oh, I'm never going to do that. And left out. And, and he went to, he went to Hank. He said, Hank, uh, Mr. Hill, would you like, like to see my report? No, no, it's, it's okay. I'll hear, I'll hear it in the news. As the, as the winds flow across Arlen, I'll hear how bad my house was. But the man was great. And he said, well, if I was a betting man, which I am, I will just say that the person who engineered to make this house look terrible will have no problem to refix this house in no, in no short time at all. Seeing that he understood that Hank Hill purposely damaged his house yes. to get out of the deal. And that was a, that was good. Hank took that as pride seeing that if the master craftsman told him, I saw what you did. Touche. Golf clap. You went to full extent to make sure you come out of that deal, but I know. I see that this was not damage over a long time. This was purposely done, and he who purposely did it will be able to rectify it and put the house back in order in a Facts. very short time. So I took that. That, that was one of, one of the episodes that I, I, I loved in the sense that you can see that the pride that Hank has about his craft Yes. About what he is and who he is. He's a top tier guy. He doesn't cut no corners. Hank Hill does not cut corners. For Hank Hill to cut a corner is like striking the face of God. This man will, this, it's, it's, it's beautiful in that sense. So once you watch the show, you start to see certain things. I'm just going to even say, I remember correctly, that show didn't have anything about propane, but Barry's talking about propane. I will just say on high authority, I have a friend, shout out to P Sharp, my, my fellow friend, my fellow brother, my Texan brother. And he told me 
what you see in Arlen, Texas, what you <laughs> see on the show right. is nearly uh, it, it is so true to the fact. There are sometimes four to six individuals, six men outside drinking mm-hmm. their beer just like that. Propane is a way of life. You can't talk bad about propane. If you do, you are risking life and limb upon your soul. You do not talk bad about propane and propane accessories. So I, I took that as, um, okay, this is stuff you need to know. So I'm just saying, uh-huh. watch this show. If you yes. want to learn something about a different culture and a different mindset of how things are, I will say, watch King of the Hill, take it in, and you will learn the different culture in the sense of how life is in, in Texas in the, this is the late 90s, but as per my friend, it's, it's a culture that is still going on to this day forth. Listen. I, I can, I can, there's, there's, there's too many stuff. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard, right? It's, it's absolutely hard. It's got like, they got like, they got like what, man, thir- I love it. 13, 13, 13 seasons. And it's coming 13 back. seasons to run through. It's like, listen, it's like, it's like trying, it's like, no, no. Yeah, we're going to have to do a part two on this one. We're going to have to do oh, a part please. two on this one, right? Please. So I, I, I hear you. Like, on, you one go, of my you favorite... go, what was yours? What was yours? Yeah. Okay, one of my favorite episodes. Well, I got many. Uh, but Let's one that stands out is the, 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 between, and it's not even with Hank. It's really with Cotton. And Peggy. So this was a two-part. It was a season finale where, the, 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 right? And Peggy wants to go parachuting. So Peggy gets on the plane. I think it was for a birthday present or, you know, and she goes up there and Hank and everyone else is watching from the ground. And, and Peggy's very adventurous because she comes from a background of riding horses, right? She's never r- rode a bike. And that's another story in itself. So she gets up there. She goes on the plane, jumps out. Okay, she's coming down. She's coming down. Pull the chute. And they, that's how they ended that, that episode in the season. Like Peggy's shoot didn't open properly. She hits the ground. You're like, and Hank's like, Ooh! that's how he, he, he panics. Right. And, and we're thinking, okay, the whole, you know, the whole kind of in between the seasons, it's like, did they kill Peggy Hill? Sure enough, they, you find out now they do the flashback. Peggy's in a hospital and you see what happened. She survived. Mm-hmm. She fell out of a plane and survived, right? Which happened in real life. But, she, her, her spine was broken. They said she was paralyzed, that she would never walk again. Mm-hmm. You know, so they went and they took her to the hospital, right? Cast and everything like that. She's in a wheelchair. She's going through physiotherapy. Um, the physiotherapist is like, okay, let's try to work with this rubber band, a little bit of pressure, a little bit of pressure. Uh, and it's not really working. So the whole time, Cotton is over. Mm-hmm. Hank's, Hank's dad. And Cotton's sitting there, you know, and he's just bitter. And he's just looking at this like, what are you doing, Hank's wife? It's like, you don't plan on getting up to kill anything today? You're lazy. Everyone's like, well, you're being insensitive, Ooh. Cotton. You're being insensitive. She fell out of a plane, man. She broke her back. She can't walk. Ah, she's just being lazy. You know? Hank's wife, you're just being lazy. You're lazy. And, and that's how he talks. Oh. And he's just ribbing her. And he's just like, like giving her the ah. jokes and jabs, ah. verbal jabs constantly. Oh, my gosh. Day in, day out. And the thing is, Peggy can't stand Cotton. And Cotton just sticking it to her. And at first, you're like, man, this guy's a mean old son of a gun. And she's going, he's like, oh, you're going to physical therapy? He's like, ah, that's for wishes. And she turned around at one point, and she realized. And Hank's like, you know, it's like, you want to walk again? I can make you walk. You're like, do you want to walk again? And he went back to his army drill sergeant role. That's exactly it. And she's like, of course I want to walk again. He goes, prove it. And he knocked, he's like, you want to eat something? And he knocked the food off the table. Go and get your own food. And Hank's like, oh, Dad, you can't do that. He's like, stand at this boy. I know what I'm doing. And she's crawling across the floor. And he's got her working the arms and everything. Everyone's looking like, are you insane? And he's like, hey, I was over in the war and got my shins shot off. I had to learn. I had my feet attached to my knees. I had to learn to walk again. No one told me. They said, sir, you're never going to walk again. I'm like, watch me. Because he's tenacious. Hold my beer. Right? Hold my beer, literally, and watch this. And that's how stubborn he is. So he goes, they thought I'd never walk again. They thought I would never drive again. And look at me. I got a young wife. Uh, I got a new kid. I got this. I got that. They can't tell me what to do. They're a bunch of idiots. So Peggy looks at him at one point and says, Hank, leave me with Cotton. Let Cotton, you know, if I'm going to learn to walk again, it's going to be with Cotton. And... Everyone's like, you, Peng was like, are you sure that you understand what you're saying? That you want my dad to rehabilitate, to rehabilitate you? And she's like, yes. And going, going, he's pushing. At one point, she was about to quit. 
She's like, Cotton, I can't do it. I'm too weak. And Cotton, and she was helping Cotton write this paper about why he should be buried in the army burial plot when he does die. Right. right. <laughs> and she's writing all the facts and she was supposed to be there. And then she realized that Cotton, a lot of it didn't make sense. Like even Hank was like, well, honey, how, Peggy, how can a Hank, how can my dad be here in this year? But then be halfway across the world three months later in this war. Like, dad's losing his marbles. And right. she thought that he was making fun of her. And she got all upset. And she didn't go to that trial hearing. And Hank had to talk to her saying, you realize that my dad's talking like this. Because this is one of the few things he really loves is yeah. the army. It's just his mind slipping. He's not trying to make you a fool. So she went, said, okay. You know, when they were both to kind of close the case and he wasn't going to be there, she finally showed up. Uh, saved her. Sorry, she saved him because mm-hmm. he wasn't going to get the plot of land to be buried within the army. Uh, 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 on the grounds, yeah. On the army grounds, grounds burial plot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shows up last minute, she does it. And then he's on top of a hill. So he gets there and he walks on top of the hill. And she's there sitting there. He's like, hey, Cotton, it's okay. Look, you know what? Thanks for trying. You know, um, it's just not going to work. I'm just going to be wheelchair bound for life. And he got upset. He looked at her, he's like, what? After all the time we spent together, me telling you my stories, and you're not even listening to me, the point of the story is you have to believe in yourself. He goes, you know what, Hank's wife? Get up here, Hank's wife. She's like, Cotton, I can't do it. What are you, a wuss? And he kind of kicks her out the, the chair. He goes, come on, get up here, walk, crawl, whatever you got to do, get to the top of the hill. And she's like, I can't do it. He goes, I'll tell you what. If you make it to the top of that hill, I'll allow you to dance on my grave when I'm dead. And Peggy gets this 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 hoop spa, and Ooh. Peggy goes hoo and she crawled way to the top of the hill, right? And then she actually stood up for the first time in the episode. And he goes, "There you go, Hanks. Why you made it? You know what? Now you have the right to dance on my grave when I die." <laughs> and she's like, "Thank you, Cotton. I will." And that's gonna be keep me motivated <laughs> to walk again. And then later on episode, that's how Peggy got to walking. So it had to be Cotton being some really a, a, a aggressive, aggressive, yep, a really get down the fire in her mm-hmm. to start it. But he recognized that she has that. Yeah. Now, back to your point: is Cotton the nicest person around? No. But then again, <laughs> Cotton wants good for people, right? right? So that that's 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 the episode. It's a two parter for me that stands out. Yeah, we got to continue this, man. We got to do the a second part on King of the Hill because we haven't even touched on my boy, John Redcorn. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We haven't gone to that part of the storyline. Yeah. No, we just so, barely kind of graced over it. Mm-hmm. The big, bad John. But, yeah. We're, we're, okay. If you guys like what we're saying about King of the Hill, and you can tell we love this show. Uh, and as I said, one, it gives you really a, a, a light on what's in Tar- Ireland, Texas. To mm-hmm. the voice actors on there. I mean, you had Brittany Murphy, who used to be the voice actress for Luann. She used to do a lot of movies, and she had a good romantic comedy movie with uh, Ashton Kutcher. I can't remember it mm-hmm. off my head. But she's passed away for a good few years. So I don't know if they're going to bring her character back. But her character also has a lot of stuff going on, right? Right. Uh, with, or, their, or their, you know, boyfriend, Lucky. And then before that was Dooley. So, yeah. What we're saying is... <laughs> King of the Hill is Give it a chance. awesome. Gonna, the theme be, song be, is country. It's redneck. They got the bells going. That yeah. Woo. You it, know, you hear that theme song. Come on, man. You're like, okay, this will be a good time. And the fact that it's really not as over the top as you might think. So right. it, it, some of you might not like the art style. I'm like, give it a chance. It grows on you. Yeah, it does. The, the storylines are funny. Each character is well-rounded and thought out. And especially that they can stand on their own, but then when they interact with each other, it's so good. It is so true. And you see them evolve. That's the best thing. They don't just stay there. It's not psych gags. It's not slapstick. You know, it has its moments where it's slapstick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yes, let's go away. We'll, we'll come back. We'll do a part two of this episode in, 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 a, in a week or so. And, and we'll pick up. And I'll tell you about my, my absolute favorite episode with Bill Dotry. And bodybuilding. Put a pin in that. Woo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any last words, Rod, before we wrap it up? Uh, listen, um, definitely going to say this, everyone. We're, we're, we, you know what? You know, you know what we do. We like to give you something that is different, 
that you know we think you may not know about or or at least you know hear very little on we want to bring it to the light we want to bring this to the forefront king of the hill is one of those shows that uh like barry was saying it is actually it's, it's on syndicate you can definitely find it all over if you got disney plus you can definitely find it right there and then just go and binge and just you know watch a couple of episodes and just you know again remember that the art style is late 90s early 2000s so you you got to give it with that type of grain of salt this ain't this is not 2023 2022 2023 type of imagery um but the stories that they portray, the story that they tell us is very, is very homegrown and it gives you a very good organic type of feel. So there are stories where, uh, even with Bobby being, being bullied, Bobby, yes. uh, being, uh, going through that type of prayer pressure with children and, 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 and being liked. Oh, yeah. uh, being liked by some particular girls and realize that they're using him in that particular regard and stuff along that line. These are actual stories, actual type of, you know, things that people go through. You, you watch, you watch live shows going through these type of, you know, character development and type of, you know, things that you see. Yeah. This may be just a cartoon version of it, but the stories are very real. Give it a chance. You will see, um, you you will you will see there there's there's I'll even just say even another episode just real quickly the time when Peggy got herself the car and she lowballed the uh the uh, yes. the salesman yes. and 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 Hank was like don't worry about it I'll, I'll take care of it and I'll I'll get us the best deal and it's sticker price and Peggy like um Hank I I, I had him lower than that what yeah I, I had a better deal with the, uh, okay type of scenario. It's all about perception and how you watch certain things, and you realize, like, it's again, you gotta watch it. It's authentic. It's authentic. Is that's the perfect word? It's authentic. The words are there. The story, the story that are there to give you some good organic type of feel. You can connect with it very easily. Give it a chance. I'm sure you will not be disappointed. Give King of the Hill a chance. True that. And I'll say this: if you any of you are fans of the show of King of the Hill. And you've watched it. Let us know below in the comments what's your favorite episodes, and let's talk mm-hmm. about this. I, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about this. We're gonna do a, a part two, and we'll just jump right into it. And as I said, I'll pick up from the the weightlifting episode. We'll go more into it. John Redcorn and some of the other characters. Lucky, so con, con, con. Oh, oh, we didn't even get con. the con yet. We didn't even get the con. Lows. We didn't even get the con. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's from an episode. So we'll we'll yeah, the hot dog eating episode. I love hot dogs. Okay, oh, so. Man. This show doesn't matter what your ethnic background is. This show is open for anybody. Uh, look right. at this. Here, we're two black, two Bayesians, and we like King of the Hill. All right, man. It works, right? Family it values works, is what man. it's all about, you know, and that's the, the core of it. Mm-hmm. On that note, remember, mm. this whole world we talk about was created by a pencil, a piece of paper, and lots of imagination. Mike Judge knows it. That's what he did, and now he's making money. Thank you, uh, along with Craig <laughs> Daniels. Thank you. Hope you bring it back. Nice. This has been the Iconist Podcast. Remember, like, subscribe, share, rate, review. Let us know how we do, and we'll get back to you. Oh, Peggy's so. wife! Peggy's wife! I got a migraine! Boom! <laughs> 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 <laughs>